Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. BestPass provides back office automation software and tow management solutions for commercial fleets of all sizes. They save fleets time and money by consolidating payments and providing insight to better manage costs per vehicle. Founded in 2001 by Truckers for Truckers, BestPass is a trusted partner on the road and in the back office. And to learn more, call 8-8-4-1-0-9-6-9-6 or visit www.bestpass.com. Welcome to Taking the Higher Road, a Driver Reach and Freight Waves production. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymer, founder of Driver Reach, a modern recruiting and compliance software solution. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver lifecycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges, driver recruiting, retention, and compliance. I appreciate all the positive feedback on the show. Please remember to rate review Taking the Higher Road, whatever platform you use to listen. This week, I'm honored and excited to have on the show an amazing champion for the industry and just overall great human being, Doug Marcello, Chief Legal Officer at Blue Wire and shareholder with Saxon and Stump Law Firm. Doug's one of the good guys. Uh, he even wears a white hat as he works to help carriers avoid the ever-increasing nuclear verdicts and settlements brought on by those wearing the black hats, the plaintiff's attorneys. So glad to finally have you on the show, Doug. Yep. Thank you very much for having me. Honored to be here and a uh, very generous uh, introduction. Thank you very much, Jeremy. Well, I'm excited to get into the uh, the innovative work of Blue Wire and how you're revolutionizing the trucking industry with that action-first approach to protecting you know, carriers' reputations. Uh, we'll also dive into your background you know, what was the catalyst for being such a champion for the industry? And uh, and we'll highlight your expertise as a trucking defense attorney. Plus, I want to make sure we have time for a question from a listener during our deeper dive segment. Does that work for you? Awesome. All right. Well, before we dive in, as is the custom, I'm curious if you have any book recommendations for the audience, maybe something either you've recently read or something that's just really impactful that you'd like to share. Yeah. Let me throw out several of these, uh, Jeremy. <clears throat> Number one, I just recently read was called Outlet. Uh, and it's about how to extend uh, your life cycle. You know, when, when you get to be my age, Jeremy, you look for anything you can get. Uh, but, you know, one of the things there is I think it's applicable to what we do in the trucking industry. And the analogy being that most of what causes health problems is something is a function of what we don't do on a daily basis or what we do. And it, that's the type of thing I think that's crucial in terms of safety and companies as we go along with that. Uh, a couple of the other ones, anything by Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, to start with, uh, the checklist manifesto, which is on a medical side, but the importance, I think, in trucking again, uh, you know, they, they started out as a way to improve the uh, mortality rate from uh, surgery in third world countries. And it turned out to be just as applicable in the best hospitals in New England, in Boston, uh, in terms of the importance there. Uh, and I think that's, you know, one of the other ones there as well there. And then the last one is uh, the black swan, which uh, in terms of risk analysis, uh, the, the, the threat of risk, the unexpected uh, in terms of, you know, we talk and we try to deal with the risk that we have. But, you know, most of what is going to be the most impactful is something we just don't even see coming. 
And it kind of fits in. And I talk about uh, when I give the presentations that we have to, in many ways, treat safety like we would uh, a uh, horrific weather event, a hurricane. You know, we don't know when it's going to come. We can't stop it. But we have to do what we can to try to mitigate the losses we have. Uh, excellent point. By the way, several Thanks. books outlive. I just read that this year too. Yeah, very impactful to how I think yeah. about eating and exercise, yeah. staying mobile, staying active. Uh, I just wish I had yeah. started this a lot earlier, as I think and, probably and, anybody who's reading that. And, and if you did, Jeremy, just think how I feel. Wish that I started it earlier. So, <laughs> yes, very much so. Well, and and Brian Fielko, a really good friend, and you know, obviously, yeah. you know Brian well. He he actually right. uh, sent me that book. Uh, the checklist manifesto. I haven't read it yet, oh, but really? uh, yeah. yeah. So thank you for now. I'll have to make sure I read it. That's it, it's obvious that it's uh, it's destined. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now your journey in, uh, in trucking defense began with a significant case uh, involving a fatal yeah. accident. How did that experience shape your passion for this field? You know, leading you to focus exclusively on trucking matters for, you know, the past couple of decades. What happened, Jeremy, in, in that case, it was a uh, driver of a triaxle had a uh, uh, 40-something young lady pull out in front of him. She's killed a couple of young children. It wasn't his fault. And we were able to come across and get it, get it resolved for a nominal amount of money laying down, a fair amount, considering there was no liability. And it helped to present to me the dilemma that our drivers face, that no matter what happens, we're looked at and faulted at first. So what we need to do is, you know, these are the folks who are delivering every day to America. They're, they're the ones who, during COVID, when we all sheltered in place, they were the ones who kept America open, provided the food, provided the medicine, got us what we needed. It, and I saw that the challenge they had and felt that, you know, my contribution and, and area of practice would be best defending those people, uh, particularly from the lawsuits that they've become a profit center out there, you know, as, as you've heard me say before, they, the folks on the billboards should live by the mantra of hit a truck, get a check. And they look at our units as 18 wheel ATM machines. You know, we, we've got to defend against that, protect against it. In fact, take action against it. 18 wheel ATM machines. I've not, I, say I've not heard that before, but that's, that's catchy. And that's true. I mean, it's yeah. exactly what I think is happening. And, you know, we've all seen the data from Atri's recent report on nuclear verdicts and settlements. And, I know such a such an incredible exponential uptick, you know, since around like 2017 or so. You know, first, I'd like your take on why has it gotten so out of hand? Um, yeah, how, yeah, why? Yeah, a number of reasons. Uh, you know, n number one, we see the huge advertising that's going on out there to create the mindset. Uh, one of the things, and, and we've got the use of the verdict study that actually did, uh, but I like to think of it as the action trilogy. Uh, Rebecca kind of likes that too. You know, we, we look at the news of the verdict, we look at the smaller verdict, and then we look at the insurance piece of that. And the insurance piece talks about one of the big things we have is social inflation. You know, you've got, you know, people who are generating numbers and getting numbers for what they do that are anesthetizing jurors to such large numbers. You know, Mahomes uh, getting 500 million in, uh, in sports. Springsteen getting $500 million for, uh, you know, uh, musical talent. The Kardashians getting money for whatever, whatever they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, they got to go on. But, but, you know, people see those numbers and does they apply them in the courtroom? 
Uh, in addition to that, we have the reptile theory that has that has emphasized and flipped this around into a situation where uh, it, it is premised on the notion of the jury not so much looking at the accident, because it really, if ever, is there a nuclear verdict that deals with the accident. What it deals with is a systemic failure and the impression that that systemic failure is going to be a community threat to not just them and their family, but the entire community, and their job is to attack that. And in the process, and I just had a trial several weeks ago in which they tried to do this, uh, in the process, what they try to do is, in effect, pervert the justice system from one of negligence, did somebody act reasonable under the circumstances, to one of absolute fault. You know, if there's an accident, you must be at fault. It, and that's where a lot of that comes into it. Well, it, it, that's probably a good segue into Blue Wire and, and how you're yep. helping to prevent carriers from falling prey to that that reptile theory that you that you mentioned. Yeah. You know, can you maybe share, you know, maybe a little bit for those few who might yeah. not be familiar with Blue Wire. I've had the luxury of having Steve Bryan on the show. We talked about that. And even to your point, he specifically said it's not the accident that right. leads to the verdict. It opens the door, though, to yeah. what you just described. So kind of how is Blue Wire helping? What we do, Jeremy, is we analyze publicly available data to identify the vulnerabilities of trucking companies that can be exploited for a nuclear vert. So, you know, it, it is looking for and identifying it so that they can be rectified, so they be corrected, and so that they can get ahead of it and prevent it. It's like we were talking about outlet. It is a function of identifying the condition so that we can address it before it becomes symptomatic on that. That's the short version. You know, going back and, you know, Jeremy, I think between the two of us, we've been uh, at uh, a number of trucking seminars and it's, and it's kind of like uh, requiring a fiddle player in a band in Texas. In order to have a, a trucking seminar, you had to talk about the reptile theory, uh, but I'm not sure how many people there ever read it. Uh, and, you know, I got the book back in 2009. You can get it uh, today on Amazon. It's, it's around $2,000 a pop right now. Uh, I'm glad I bought early, right. uh, but it tells you there's three ways in there. The, the, in fact, the, the authors of it tell the plaintiff attorneys, hey, here's three ways it's not going to work. We're telling you up front. Number one, if there's no legitimacy to the claim. So if it's if they're just throwing it against the wall. Number two, if it's just an accident, there's no systemic failure. And number three, if there's nothing there to collect. What we do at Blue Wire is identify those factors that need correction so you can get ahead of it. And at least say, we've got a plan in place and we're working on it. So that's what we're doing with the data we have at Blue Wire so we can get that out to folks so that they can then take that action ahead of time, proactive before the accident happens. Well, I was literally, when I mentioned earlier about the white hat, that's <laughs> quite literally, you know, seeing yeah. you, seeing Steve, see the rest of the team at different events with the white hat on. Yeah. You know, when I first saw that, this is early after the launch, I yeah. said, hey, you stand out. You're the good sure. guys. And I yeah. really, I love that parallel, but you know, could you share just a little bit about that? What is the white hat movement and how does that align, you know, with the work that you're doing? Well, the white hat, and again, you know, kudos to Steve Bryan about addressing this and it's become our, uh, our, you know, our, our, our uh, identifier on it and it's just gone great. But, but Steve had said in his background from Vigilo and from a lot of the tech industry at all, he is relating us to what are called white hat hackers in the tech industry. 
And that's when you hire somebody to try to attack your system, to find your faults before somebody else gets in there, the bad guys get in there. That's what we're doing here. one. We're like the white hat hackers of an IT system. We're looking to find your vulnerabilities so they can be corrected before the folks on the billboard can exploit them. And see, I'm thinking of it as when I was a kid watching the Lone Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's a parallel. Hey, that, that works too. Right. That works too. Yes, absolutely. Shortly after uh, Blue Wire's launch, uh, Driver Reach joined Blue Wire's army of allies. Absolutely. You know, equally committed to the to that joint yeah. mission of helping companies reduce or eliminate that risk. At least in our case, it's you know it's with things that are that are still 100 percent within their control. You know, managing exactly. driver you know qualification file compliance. Which may be a good uh, segue sure. into uh, our deeper dive question, which is a question from one of our listeners. Uh, the The question is: With increasing risk of lawsuits and settlements, how important is it to properly qualify the drivers we hire? Yeah. What do you and have it, to say? It, it is it is vital. It, it, again, one of the primary systemic failures that the plaintiff attorneys try to prey upon is the qualification of the driver involved in the accident, and that is one of the key things you've got to get ahead of to do. You know, I, I do a talk called The Defensible Driver, and we'll be doing that in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, in a couple of weeks. And I go through that and looked at it, and it's a situation on there where, you know, you cannot afford to put a driver in the seat if they're not qualified or if there's an issue with it. And, you know, I, I tell the companies, look, you know, I know there's a shortage, and I know you've got loads that need moves, but think about it. How much are you getting on that load and how much is that bad driver going to cost you or worse? How many loads are the good drivers going to have to pull to pay for that one load that the bad driver pulled on? You know, driver qualification is, it is crucial in today's litigation environment. But we did a mock focus group uh, a number of years ago where we presented a hypothetical situation and created a uh, background application for a driver, hypothetical. Uh, and we went through a number of points on their violations. The driver only had one uh, accident that was arguably bodily injury related. Uh, and also, should uh, it took a look at it in terms of he had had a DUI back when he was 13, I think. So, and, you know, sprinkled it in there. In fact, after we did the presentation, one of the safety directors came up and said, that would have been my best drive. The, the, the response that the jurors had on it, Jeremy, was incredible. And, you know, he, he, those of us in the industry who are used to looking at the apps and the VQ files, we kind of get anesthetized to that, you know. Uh, but, you know, it, it is incredibly vital to go through that. And, and number one, to call out the drivers who you're definitely not going to hire. Identify those rare ones that you're going to hire. And then you have the group in the middle that I call kind of the, the thunder road. You know, they ain't a beauty, but they're there all right, you know, uh, to get those and identify what training they need so that you can get ahead of it. And you have an answer if and when that driver gets in an accident to say, we identified it. And, you know, we'll work through that. And that's what we did on that. Well, and, you know, technology obviously can can help in a lot of ways. That's one of the reasons why Driver Reach exists yeah. is just to be able to provide, you know, the opportunity to ensure thorough, consistent application of, you know, all of the things that you need to make sure that you do consistently. Because again, those are the things that you can 100% control. I might not be able to control the driver's behavior all the time, but I can certainly control, you know, the things that are related to that, you know, DQ file. 
But um, something yeah, that absolutely. is kind of absolutely, Jeremy. And, and the key is, and that's what North Blue Wire and what you're doing with driver reach is proactive. Get ahead of it, and that's what you need to do. Sorry, I didn't interrupt you, but no, that, that, well, you know, great point. Great what's point. exciting yep. to me about this yeah. year uh, is I saw earlier this year, and I've been working closely with Blue Wire since about about uh, you created something that's known as a gap score for you know nearly all motor carriers and so i'm i'm hoping that you can share yeah. you know what that is and and how carriers can use that data that that gap score to better focus their energies on the exposed flanks in their organizations yeah and we we score all 760,000 carriers uh that have DOT numbers we use publicly available data, and what we did is honed in on what we believe is the key data points that indicate the cost of road for vulnerabilities. And it ranges everything from uh, out-of-service accidents down to what is the frequency of these companies operating judicial outlets. Well, this gives the companies an opportunity to look at their gap score, and also we have a second instance where we have a motor carrier product which allows them to dig deeper into that for individual fleets so that they can identify, see where they're scoring, and then take action. Not just to protect themselves from accidents, but in the insurance world so that you can say, hey, here's the true picture of our company. This is what we're doing. We added in that a component of beyond compliance. Now, I'm sitting in Washington, D.C. right now, Jeremy, and I think it was 2015 that Congress told the FMCSA to come up with a beyond compliance program. Uh, the ironically named FAST Act, you know, we're still nine years into it, wait for it. Uh, well, we allow companies then to add to that so that they can tell their true story. What do we have? How much did we invest in it? And so it's not a question of profits or safety. You know, it's an investment in safety and a belief in safety as well. So that's what we're doing with that. I love some of the terms, you know, we talk, yeah. you know, uh, judicial hellhole. You know, I mean, yeah. that's, uh, you know, it, it's so apropos. And uh, yeah. you mentioned the speed of government, which yeah. I mean, you've been around long enough to know nine years. Psh, that's nothing. Yeah. I think I got into the industry 20 years ago and it took 16 years. I mean, they were probably talking yeah. about the uh, FMCSA, that drug and alcohol clearinghouse. They yeah. were probably uh, talking about it well before I got involved, yeah. but that yeah. took 16 years, I think, to come to yeah. fruition, at least. Judicial hellholes is a designation that uh, the American Tort Reform Association comes out every December and puts out a list of, of the worst places to be seen in the country. Uh, and in terms of the timing of government, uh, you know, I, I love the quote by Dan Horvath, who always says, uh, you know, we, we, we always, we, we can't tell what year the government's going to do something, but they can tell us what month it's going to be. But, you know, we, we just don't know what year. So, you know, the end does it much better. But, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's a great line. Well, getting back to the to the gap score, uh, yeah. Driver Reach is in the process of integrating Blue Wire's gap score into our interface yeah. so our, our customers can see exactly where they stand. So I'm excited to roll that out this year and, and, and hope it'll make a big difference. Right. But for, for those uh, in the audience who aren't customers of Driver Reach, uh, what's the best way that they can can learn more about the gap score and about how they can have some access to that information. Where, where would you suggest they go? They go to bluewire.ai, bluewire.ai. We have a series of videos over on there done by Erwin, who is our champion. Uh, there are minute 45, two minute videos of different sections of it. They give a great explanation on it, Jeremy. And, and we're, we're thrilled to be involved with uh, driver reach and with the uh, uh, integration we have on this. Well, I, I appreciate it. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so you're very active in the industry. You know, you're you're constantly speaking at events. You're contributing to publications, blogs, highlighting a lot of legal, uh, important legal topics. Uh, can you share maybe some of the most pressing legal issues or maybe emerging trends in the industry that you believe that we should be aware of? Anything come to mind? I, I think one of the big things is just uh, kind of, you know, what I saw and what we're seeing is the trying to take uh, a situation and make it an absolute liability as opposed to negligence, per perverting and distorting that one there. You know, one of the other things, the key things is the notion of what I call, and actually my good friend Randy Gilliatt from ATA uh, had called uh, attacking or, or getting rid of the dark period. And, and the dark period is that time between the accident when suits file. Yeah, a lot of times what will happen is the insurance company will get a letter and say, this is a letter of representation. We represent the claimant in this case. Don't talk to them. We'll be back with you and let you know when we have a demand or uh, have a lawsuit. And what will happen on it, Jeremy, during that time, the plaintiffs are ringing the bell. For those of you who are old enough to remember gas stations, uh, ringing the bell in terms of just, you know, boom, the money coming in, they build up their damages. Now they go, Hey, this case has got to be worth X because I've got Y damages so far. Uh, what you got to do is to attack that dark sum. Uh, what I do, the letter of representation comes in. I fire a letter back. I represent the trucking company. Here are releases for your medical records and employment records. Tell me who you employed by, where you got treatment, send me the releases. Uh, it, it it's it's really critical to attack that that dark period that you that you referenced, right? right? That's uh, exactly. I think that's what it boils down to, and make sure that you're getting ahead of it. And by the way, having someone like you on their side yeah. is a huge advantage, yeah. I think. That, you know, and so uh, thank you very much. How, yeah, and, I am, and a lot of a lot of things, Jeremy. Just a quick thing is, and again, going back to that actually study uh, on insurance, uh, because of the increasing premiums, a lot of companies are taking on risk themselves. They can't just assume this is being done on their behalf. They have to be proactive and involved individually on there as well. Well, and, and uh, for all of the, you know, I, again, you 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 speak often, you you write often. How just for the rest of the audience, say how can we stay connected to all that valuable information that you share on a consistent basis? So where where should we uh, direct our listeners? Probably the easiest is to email me at Doug at BlueWire.ai. Or just join me on LinkedIn, Doug Marcello on LinkedIn. Always appreciate it. And, and you also, you have a YouTube channel, I think, don't you? Uh, I do, uh, Transport Center. So uh, YouTube channel so on we there, can, uh, as well as a Substack uh, um, address on uh, that uh, as well, Transport Center. Okay, perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are great. Those are great resources for sure for yes. anybody who really wants to keep their finger on the pulse of what's going on and. Uh, Doug, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. I, I always enjoy seeing you and I'm grateful to have you as one of the good guys. I look oh, forward to seeing Jeremy, you again soon. Thank you very much. Uh, again, I greatly appreciate it. Honored to be here. Uh, it, and one more thing, Jeremy, uh, from the last time I saw you, which was in a uh, laundry room in Hawaii, uh, I'll have those shirts done next week, Mr. Ryan. Sorry. Right. Uh, <laughs> yes, that was fun. It was a little hot, a little sweltering, but it was a, it, it was, that was yes, a blast. It was great. But it was a great time. Jeremy, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you. And thanks for joining me for another episode of Taking the Higher Road and spreading the word to your industry peers. We really appreciate it. Remember, you can submit any questions or comments, including those which may appear on upcoming Deeper Dive segments at podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and review Taking the Higher Road, whatever platform you use to listen. Until next time.
Thank you for taking the higher road.